Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Sisters You Have Value Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from one another's experiences, and support each other on their journeys. If you're a new listener, welcome to our podcast and thank you for joining us today. Please give us a like, share, and follow. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for hanging out with us again and please do continue. We enjoy it. We enjoy it. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that I think that is near and dear to every black woman who's ever struggled, every woman who's ever struggled. We don't even have to put a tag to that. Women in general, men in general. And that is insecurities. Yes, today we are talking about insecurity, ladies. This is a topic that affects many of us. It has touched all of us at some point or juncture in our lives. And if you say you hadn't, that's a lie. The truth ain't in you because that affects us all at some point in our life, whether it's due to societal pressure, personal experiences. We want to get into it and see what that means. Um, into what causes that, how can we heal from that? How can we navigate through that? We wanna discuss the different factors that contribute to us in feeling, uh, people feeling insecure, past experiences, social comparison, media message, cultural norms. So we wanna get into that, get your drink, get your coffee, get your tea, get your sip sip and sit down and sit back and relax. And let's talk about it and get into it, get into it, get into it. So um, the first thing we want to know is what causes insecurities? One factor, past experiences, such as being bullied, criticized for a particular trait of behavior. You know, my hair might have been kinky. My hair might not have been as straight as yours. My skin color might not have been light as yours. Something like that, that bully who has just tortured me my whole life. Another factor, social comparison where people feel inferior or inadequate because they believe somebody else have more success, beauty, or talent than they do. Who lenses are you looking through? But but that's that's true. We, we have a proclivity to think that some other people are better than us. And it stifles us, y'all. It stifles our growth. It stifles who we are as human beings. And that takes a toll on us. Media messages. Come on now. I done told y'all about those back alley BBLs where your butt gonna turn to a brick of concrete. Some of y'all sliding those pads on for your hips and you gotta slide them off at night. Don't get it twisted, y'all. They ain't they not all that. Um, those things contribute to feelings of insecurity. Cultural norms and expectations can play a role. Gender roles, societal pressures to conform to standards. But who norms who who told y'all? That I had to live based off what you thought. Who are you to tell me what to think and be? But again, it's real. And that's why we want to get into it because we want to heal from it. Um, we want to be able to get a deeper understanding in how this stuff arises in our life and catch it early on. So we don't have to suffer years and years and years of this trauma, years and years and years of this abuse and pain. So um, we want to um, explore that. And, and so um, seeking validation from others. Come on. That's another common way. 
of doing that, avoiding certain situations and opportunities because of fear and doubt. That can uh, also be a manifestation of insecurity. Putting others down and engaging in negative self-talk can be ways of coping with it. But that's just like a bully. You are a bully. So you want to take that heat off of you and put it on somebody else so that they don't see what's going on with you. These things have harmful effects on everybody, y'all. So we want to get some tips and strategies in recognizing this thing. We want to get some healthy ways such as practicing self-compassion, reframing from those negative thoughts. So we won't get into all of that today. Oh, let's get into one then. Let's talk about it. Talk about it. A strong black woman. That's that's that cultural icon. But when we cling to that image, y'all, rather than acknowledging and addressing the stress, the trauma that so many of us have experienced, that causes problems with our mental and our psyche. That brings up problems, but we want to help confront the pain and suffering and learn some tools to cope with that thing. Do y'all know an estimated eight out of 10 black women experience some form of trauma, it be it intergenerational, childhood trauma, abusive relationships, pregnancy trauma, all of these things can contribute, y'all, to, to, to bringing about those insecurities in our lives that we live with day to day, but we need to be free from it because the Bible says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Perfect is his work. We are his. So we don't, rather than uh, maintaining that cultural expectation of being strong, which leads to what? Anxiety, depression, hypertension, diabetes heart disease, and more, we want to provide a framework and a way to understand how we've been impacted by this. We want to be able to show uh, how to adopt practices for our body, mind, and health, y'all. So we people live with this for a long time. So uh, what, is the icon, what is that iconic strong black woman? We wear that badge of strength with honor. We wear it with honor. It's so deeply embedded in our way of life, y'all, that we don't often know no other way to be. We hustle. We grind. We get out there. We get it done. We fierce. You know, our fierce love for family, friends, community. We sacrifice everything else above our own needs. And that deep faithfulness and ability to get right back on and our, on our feet and how many, how many, despite how many times we get knocked down, we're going to hold our head up high. But all that does is push down the pain. It put a smile on your face no matter what you've been through. But really, at the end of the night, what I tell you, you got to contend with you. What price are you paying for that? You've got to look in the mirror at night once you get in from drinking with the girls, hanging out, eating yourself silly you know for too long being strong has meant avoiding and denying how you really feel that that is holding that painful experiences like trauma shame and secrecy pretending that the sadness the worry the hurt the disappointment isn't there that's that's a lie you're living a lie that's not who you are that's not what you represent but guess what pretending don't make it go away when those feelings are left undressed, unaddressed, they go bigger and bigger and they start to affect all areas of our lives, school, work, family, relationships. So, you know, we want to 
I, I want all y'all to know that in all of this, you're not alone. Your past experiences does not determine your future, y'all. There's no shame in feeling the feelings. What feelings, Kim? Sad, anxious, worried, stressed out all the time. Now, that doesn't have to be your norm. Don't get it twisted. We want it as light as possible so that we can make it through this life. But peace and contentment is available to you. They are, they are available. Authentic joy is attainable. The world didn't give it to you so the world can't take it. I have joy, unspeakable joy, but the Lord gave me that joy. Not happiness, because happiness is predicated off of something that makes me happy. But I got joy on the inside when I don't have nothing else. So, um, insecurity, those feelings of inadequacy. Some of that is due to a lack of self-confidence. Guess what it caused you to do? Doubt your abilities, your instincts, your relationships, making it difficult for you to believe in yourself and trust everybody else. That's a hard life to live. That's a lonely life to live. It's dark. It's bleak. I've been there. Y'all know I'm about as transparent as a piece of saran wrap. In my 20s and 30s, man, I dealt early 30s. I dealt with that so bad because of my childhood trauma, because of that bully. That was painful. And it was a difficult emotion to experience. It took a toll on my mental as well as my relationships. I had some good people in my life. But because I didn't believe in me and who I was, that constant need of validation. Do you love me? You like me? Why? That kind of thing all the time. You can run somebody away. That man don't want to hear that all the time. He don't want to hear that. You have to be secure in who you are. Secure in what you want, secure in where you are so that you can be strong, so that everything can work good and in your favor, right? So we want to get into that. Let's get into some signs of insecurity in a relationship. Because guess what it can do? You're going to have those unhealthy thoughts and behaviors incessantly checking up on that man when you're not with him, trying to determine where he at. Not trusting him, trying to you know to stay faithful to you, constantly worrying about whether or not he cheating on you. What can't do? What they don't do today can be done tomorrow. Don't worry, sis. It don't take but fifteen to thirty seconds. They can do whatever they need to do. Get up and come out. Those side chicks are real. They out there and they are clapping and waiting on the downfall while you sitting at home running him crazy. Guess what, sis doing? Oh, if that was me, I wouldn't do you like that. She ain't giving him no pressure. Guess what? Because she don't have no obligations. That a, that's a, a, a hit, and, hit it and quit it and go home kind of thing. Even though she doesn't value and respect herself. So that lets you know she has some issues too. We'll get into those at a whole nother time. We're going to do a whole side chick segment. That's not a good spot to be in. It's not cute. <laughs> don't get, don't act like you're doing something so good to go, oh yeah, you know, I, no, sweetie. Your spot will always be open, so don't take first place. You ain't nobody. Um, not talking to him, uh, not taking him at his word. I always want him to verify stuff. Feeling like he gonna break up with you at any time. You know, always need a compliment. Always need validation to feel more secure. You know, and and again, I've been there. It's not fun, y'all. It's not a good place to be. It doesn't feel good. It does not. Um, it's just not good. It's just not a good place to be. Um, 
and people who have been in unhealthy relationships where the partner was untrustworthy or treated them poorly, you're going to hold on to those emotions and guess what you're going to do? You're going to carry that thing into the next one. And don't bleed on somebody that didn't cut you. Low self-esteem, low self-confidence, you know, we experience that insecurity because we don't believe that we're worthy of love or the support of our partner. That's traced back to experiences like what I said, being bullied, teased, or abused in childhood. Those things send a message to that person um, that they're not good enough. And that affects your confidence, y'all. That take a toll on everything because we're trying to get him to validate who we are, but we are fearfully, again, we are made in God's image. But when we don't have that belief in ourselves because we've been so uh, torn down, it's hard to go, okay, Kim, that's good to say. No, baby, it takes some time to come up out of that. Don't get it twisted. I haven't always been this way, but I look in the mirror now and say, good morning, gorgeous. And I got the gift of goodbye because me and infidelity, we, we can't even exist in the same room. We can't even exist in the same conversation, really. So I don't play that. Um, and I don't care. I don't love nobody that much to where I'm allow you to cheat on me. The devil is a lie. Um, so, you know, those are just, like I said, uh, those are some things. If we've experienced chronic neglect mistreatment. Those things can have a bearing on us because um, we haven't had our needs met. And when we do find fulfilling and healthy relationships, guess what they're going to spark? A fear of loss because love was never granted or freely given in the past. So you don't even know how to accept it or believe that somebody loved you because you don't know what love looked like because you've been so afraid and fearful of losing it or you've not been treated your best that you don't know what best look like. Society anxiety. When somebody um, experienced some degree of, of social anxiety, like meetings, parties, dates, large gatherings, we have more se severe forms, y'all, that affect us. That caused us to be overly critical of ourselves, make it difficult for us to trust. So, you know, there are so many things and it's so unfortunate that us as women have to go through this and um, fear of rejection that caused people to experience insecurity in a relationship, having low self-confidence and things like that. So how does that impact? It impacts your mental because at your core, you believe you're not worthy of deserving love and care. This is going to affect your romantic relationships as well as your relationships with your friends, co-workers, children, and family. Because you're constantly questioning your self-worth. Am I good enough? Did I do that right? What do they think about me? Man, I could have done that better. Um, you might accept poor or abusive treatment from others. And that reinforces, see, I knew it. That reinforces that belief. No, the devil is a lie. Insecurity impacts your relationship. Why? Because it's going to create an imbalance. You're going to become more preoccupied with what your partner is not doing instead of uh, reassuring and validating your thing. So ultimately, <laughs> insecurity works just like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Why? Because your fear of losing your partner caused you to behave so defensively that what we do, y'all. 
We drive that man away. See, I knew it. So then you just fulfill what you said. But what does the word say? We have what we say we have. The power of life and death is where? In the tongue. They that love it, that do what? Eat the fruit thereof. So we have to be careful what we speak. We have to be careful what we say. We have to be careful what we do. But we also have to make sure that we taking time out to heal before we get into that. So how do we reduce insecurity in relationship? We got to identify uh, our triggers. We got to become more self-aware, y'all, of the uh, situations that trigger that. What prompted that? What brought that up? What do I need to work on? You got to be able to communicate with him. Open communication about those insecurities, how they arise in your relationships, and then work on them. People got to know how you feel, y'all, without blaming them. So instead of telling that man, you stress me out. Because what? Say, sometimes I get stressed out because because I, I'm still dealing with some things. I'm still dealing with this and I get stressed. Because that man ain't stressing you out. You're stressing you out. You need to listen to him. Make a conscientious and concerted effort to listen to him with an open mind so you can understand their perspective as well. Try journaling about that thing, y'all. Maintain a journal. Write down your thoughts, your feelings. When you feel insecure. Exercise uh, can also help identify situations that trigger that. Sometimes we have to go to a therapist, y'all. Because living with uh, insecurity is nerve-wracking. It's painful. It's, it makes you difficult. It makes it difficult for you to believe in who you are and worthy of love. makes it hard to function. Not trusting, taking the time to understand uh, fears and things like that, that that helps. And when I tell you it's not a good place to be, it's not a good place for your mind. Um, living with insecurities can cause you to hate people that you don't need to hate. Think about, think things, say negative things about other women that you shouldn't be saying because she looks a certain way, because she has confidence. Sometimes you call it, uh, what do they say? She thinks she all that. No, you think she's all that. She's this or that. No, she's just confident. She's not bragging. She's not boasting. She's just confident in who she is. And she has learned to master that. Or she has had that love and nourishment, nurturing in her life where someone has nurtured her to let her know that you are love. You are beautiful. You are gorgeous, you know, and things like that. So you have to tell your daughters that this is for women. And when we get into things like that and how we can overcome these insecurities and getting practical advice and things like that, you have to take small steps, y'all. But we have to be able to tell each other that. We have to be able to tell our daughters that. We have to be able to tell ourselves that, that we are beautiful, that we are gorgeous. You got to get in that war room and you got to go to war with those things because that's just a trick of the enemy because he don't want you happy. And all of these things tie into types. They tie into the type of people that we resonate with in our lives. And so when you wonder why I hooked up with this kind of guy, I wonder why I hooked up with that. You hooked up with them because of where you are in your life. You hooked up with them because you're dealing with some things and pressure in your life that you hadn't healed from. And it's not, like I said, this is not a good place to be. It's not conducive for living. It takes away everything and it takes everything out of you to live that way. You can put on that facade. Oh, yeah. You can put that mask on. But it's just like taking that makeup off at night. You got to take it off.
You got to pass by that mirror. You got to look at you. You have to contend with you. But again, the Bible says you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a child of the most high God. We are beautiful in our own rights. And we have to get into that place that, Lord, I am who you created me to be for such a time as this. Like I'm supposed to be big, short, fat, tall, skinny, long, whatever you are. That was God's good and perfect design for your life. And guess what? There is somebody out there for you who's going to love you, cherish you, nourish you, and everything else. So what are some suggestions? Don't get involved until you heal. We have to get into that place because some people are not okay with being alone. Some people can't even be with themselves. But you have to get to a place to where you enjoy you. There's a, there's a difference in being alone and being lonely. Because when we're lonely, we'll take any old thing. When we're lonely, we'll let anything in our life. And then that piece of crap treats you like something. Now he just added on to that war wound. And now he just, what, further solidified how you already feel but that's the type because that's where you are in your life. It really has nothing to do with that man more so than what you're projecting and what you're drawn to because a real man won't draw to that. A real man's not going to have time for that in his life. He's trying to grow. He's trying to go somewhere. He's trying to be someone and he needs that security with him that's going to ride for him. Nobody has time to babysit and continue to validate you. Is that harsh? No, it's not. It's just where we are in life because there's a constant validation. I got to constantly keep you up. I got to constantly let you know that you're good. And guess what? Because it's not healed on the inside, it'll never be enough. But you are beautiful. You are a sister. You are whole, healed, healthy. And I want you to think about that and take some time out because, like I said, this situation that we deal with as far as insecurities is, is concerned takes a toll on every aspect of our lives. And until we can recognize it and deal with it, it will certainly be a hindrance for everywhere that you're trying to go. Don't be mad at sis because she's tearing that gym down every day. Get in it. Get it like her. Ask God for some strength. And that courage to get up and do it. If it's five minutes, 10 minutes, two minutes, at least you're moving. Okay, your thighs may be good, you know, and that's okay. Again, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are God's creation. I know some confident women that are heavier. I know some confident women that are small and baby, <laughs> you tell them something different, they'll beat the brakes off of you. <laughs> they are secure. They are not insecure. Baby, they make spandex. It ain't for everybody, but tell Quita she ain't cute in it. She could be 300 pounds, baby, and them pants could be screaming. <laughs> but she gonna wear it like a champ. And I applaud that. That's the respect you gotta give them, even though you need to get your tail out those pants. <laughs> you really do. But, you know, cover that stuff up. But anyway, I, I hope this has helped someone because, like I said, it's a very sensitive topic. Um, it causes a lot of pressure um, that we don't need and a lot of things that we go through in our lives. And there's so much into this thing that we can tap on. But I wanted to just get on today and talk about that because I've been dealing with some issues in places. And a lot of times that when you deal with certain people, you know, that comes from a place of insecurity. But I want you to know, sis, you're good. 
Nobody's trying to take nothing. You know, nobody's trying to be anything. Just be you, but be your authentic self. Stop trying to be more than you are because it shows. And a lot of times we do that to ourselves. But here's the thing y'all have to remember. No matter what you do, no matter how much or how bad you try to mask it, it's like one of those things. The people on the outside looking in can see through you so clear like a glass house. So you might as well be you. You might as well take that hit and go on. Suffer in silence, baby. It's okay. People don't understand crying is good for the soul. Healing is good for the soul. There are beauty. There is beauty in the ashes. You'll have a more fonder appreciation of what we went through. You don't go around it. You can't go over it. You can't go under it. You got to go through it. You got to go through it. I did. Man, and when I tell you it was hell... I went through some hell in my younger days because I had a lot of childhood trauma. I had that bully. I had that dysfunctional family. I didn't have that love that was generated. Our love was just a unspoken. Nobody said I love you every day. I tell my kids every day I love them. My kids know I love them. You know, they need to know that. I tell my grandson every day, you're a genius. He's a genius. So you speak life. Speak those things into existence. Speak who you are. And don't be afraid to do it. Just don't speak so loud that you put on them spandex and you really don't need to. But I love y'all and I thank y'all for hanging out with me today. If you have a topic, anything you want to hear, don't forget to email us at sistersyouhavevalue at gmail.com. Sistersyouhavevalue at gmail.com. I hope this has helped. I hope it's been a blessing. I hope we can all learn to heal together. That's one of the things that we need to do. And until next time, y'all be blessed. Be blessed, be blessed. You're beautiful, you're black, you're awesome, you're amazing. And we are secure in who God created us to be.